Hey everyone, and welcome back to Set Apart the Podcast. In today's episode, we have invited a very special guest along with my co host, Rafiwe Wemo Bang. So sit back, relax, grab a friend and a cup of coffee, and let's get straight into it. Hi guys, this is Rafiwe, back at it again. And we have a special guest, like Jared mentioned. Um, she will introduce herself. Hey everyone, I am Amashe Lutege. I'm the special guest. Uh, thank you so much for having me guys. Uh, it's really exciting to be here. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, who are you? What are you doing? What are you up to? Okay, uh, so uh, I'm not very simple. I would say I'm very simple. I'm a very talkative person. I'm outgoing. But um, if I were to say a few things that I've been part of this year, um, I'm currently doing my first year LLB. And um, I've been volunteering in an organization that um, basically is a youth empowerment organization uh, called Silondiwe uh, Youth Empowerment Foundation. And um, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, guys. Wow. I'm quite quiet about my life, but uh, yeah. And also, um, I work with uh, an organization, a nonprofit organization called uh, Ubuntu Renaissance Global, that uh, goes into. You do <laughs> so much. We didn't know. What we you. didn't know any of this. Oh my word! Okay, guys. Okay, uh, I feel so bad because now this is the first time I'm saying this. Don't feel oh, bad. Okay, cool. okay but yeah. like, yeah, I work for Ubuntu Renaissance uh, Global, which is basically a nonprofit organization that is more like a mobile tech company that goes into uh, rural communities, teaching um, children, equipping them with technological skills, and then, uh, oh yes, I was a volunteer in the subcom. Um, subcommittee of the compliance office in my school for SRC this year but like yeah wow. that's that's it <laughs> yeah that's so interesting that's really great yeah. and we're so happy to have you here today I'm yeah. excited to be here hmm. so guys in today's episode we have something really exciting that we're going to be talking about and that is if we were to title it fruits of the spirit i.e self-control and discipline Hmm. So we're getting into the nitty gritty, and the reason why we came, we, why we decided to actually shoot this as an episode or record this as an episode, is because this is a skill yeah. that young people, especially those who are going into the workspace or mm. even just in university, actually need to have in their lives. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Because we need these pillars in our lives, and mm. not wasting any more time. Not that that was wasted time, but. <laughs> Going Ooh. forward, <laughs> going forward, let's just explore the fruits of the spirit. Like, what are the fruits of the spirit, and what does the Bible say about them? Why do we need these things? All that good stuff. Oh wow, that's a very um, interesting one. I think the first thing I'd say is, in order to understand fruits of the spirit, we have to understand the fact that they come with the Holy Spirit. So uh, as Christians, I know that we struggle with some of the things that are mentioned as fruits of the Spirit. For example, self-control, sometimes we struggle with that. But I think why it's important to note that it's a fruit of the Spirit is that you as a Christian, having the Holy Spirit, have these uh, gifts in you, the fruits of the Spirit, they're inherent. And I think the one thing that we should always keep in mind is that as Christians, we are set apart. So even though we do struggle with things that other people struggle with, we have been given, um, we have been equipped with what we need to deal with everything. So I think then um, the fruits of the Spirit is what God has given us through the Holy Spirit to handle the challenges that come with living 
as Christians. A hundred percent. And like looking at it like literally fruits, you know, yeah. it comes from a tree, you know, you have to nurture that tree. You can't yeah. just yeah. wake up. I mean, there are certain trees that are made for certain conditions that just grow on their own. Yeah. Good for them. But anyway, <laughs> so you need to nurture it. And by you spending time with God and you being intentional, you know, yeah. you will be able to produce those fruits. And mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of times, um, us young people struggle with putting in the work because mm-hmm. um, God is there. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have to reach out to like to Him and stuff. And yeah, I think it's just very important for us to like, keep in mind of the fact that we need to water it. We mm-hmm. need to put in the work, be the gardener so that we can produce, not produce those fruits but the fruits like it's gonna happen yeah you know but we need to also put in our part mm. in yeah it. and i just want to quickly read a scripture it's galatians 5 verse 22 to 23 and it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there are no <coughs> laws mm, that is facts and um, I just also wanted to add that, like, these things, for us, when you're in it, when you have it, it may seem very easy. But for other people, they struggle. Like, mm-hmm. people go through a lot in life. There's certain things, people have anger, yeah. people, you know, and all those things. And um, you see that through Christ, people I know personally who have struggled with some of the, the fruits, like, they weren't producing them mm. um, and you see how staying um, being faithful and um, yeah staying with God has um, changed their lives mm. and helped them to get to a point where now they let go of the bad stuff and mm. to in order for the fruits to be evident and I think that's another thing is like we need to realize that we need to let go mm. Of certain things in our lives <clears throat> in order for God to do things in our in our lives a hundred percent and I think exactly what you said is literally in the verses and the scriptures preceding the one that yes. I read really? it says in Galatians 5 verse 19 the acts of the flesh are obvious mm. sexual immorality impurity and debauchery idolatry and witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage self-ambition dissension fractions factions and envy drunkenness orgies and like i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god but the fruits of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness and the ones that we mentioned earlier all of these are the fruits of the spirit so going back to what Raphael was saying if we have the fruits of the spirit, the direct opposite would be acts of the flesh. Yes. So yes. those who are not living in the Holy Spirit would actually be bearing the fruits of the flesh and not yeah. the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And then Paul just listed like a whole list of what the fruits of the flesh actually yeah. are. And <laughs> I think just going into our next question and the reason of why we actually made this this episode, like we mentioned at the beginning, is because we want to specifically discuss self-control and discipline. Mm. And why these fruits are like super important for us, especially as young people. So just wanna, the next question is, if you could dis- define self-control and discipline, 
what from your from a Christian perspective, like what do these words actually like mean to you? Self control, discipline. I think for me, uh, first of all, I want to point out the fact that I do not believe that one can practice self control in isolation of discipline, because most of the times, what God requires us to control ourselves in is what we're actually struggling to control ourselves in, and when we have to actually do that, we have to be disciplined and determined to stay uh, truthful to controlling ourselves. So I know most of the time. As uh, youth, we find ourselves saying, you know, God told me to stop doing the specific things because it's not good for me. It's not good yeah. for my spiritual work with them. And when I, why I say this is sometimes things are not specifically written out in the Bible, yeah. but God will reveal to you uh, that actually this specific thing, uh, spending time doing this is actually taking away from your spiritual life. I want you to stop doing that. And you have gotten so used to that. It's become a habit, but you have been told that you have to stop it. Mm. And you know that it requires you to control yourself to stop it. But because you lack discipline, it will be very hard to stop. So I think then, uh, when I define um, self-control and discipline in the in a Christian context, I'd say it's walking in the steps that the Lord orders, even though you don't like them, even though they are uncomfortable. So it's when God tells you. Um, you ask God, God, I want to walk in the steps that you order. You know, my steps are ordered by the Lord. But are you actually ready to give up uh, everything else that is not within those steps that God has ordered for you? Are you willing to discipline yourself enough to actually die to your flesh? Because yeah. like Jared said, you know, the opposite of the fruits uh, of the spirit are the fruits of the flesh. So it means in order for the fruits of the, the, the spirit to, gr to grow and, and blossom and be nurtured, you have to kill the fruits of uh, the flesh which means you have to die to the flesh and it takes discipline to do that because to die to the flesh like Paul said is an everyday thing you know you die to yourself every day so that is discipline that is consistency and that is how you actually practice that is the practical aspect of yeah. self-control disciplining yourself mm -hmm. um, I think <clears throat> excuse me what a lot of people don't realize yeah. is that discipline it's like a domino effect. Mm. Yes. yes. Yeah. So basically, I know from experience, there's certain things in life that I don't have discipline in. Mm. And it bleeds into my faith. Yeah. Um, what I mean is, if you tell yourself that, oh my, today I want to spend one hour on social media. And yeah. then you're like, after an hour, you're like, oh, maybe five more minutes. Yeah. 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 That five more minutes is those five more minutes um, is is not good yeah. because you are allowing yourself to break your own rules mm. um, if you are able mm. to break your own rules then what's stopping you from breaking mm. God's yeah. rules yes. quote unquote yeah. and so I think what we need to also do is inspect mm. our lives and what we're doing in our lives like it can be the smallest things it can be like mm. um you you're on a diet or something yeah. and then you i mean okay you can have cheat days you know cool i bet but like if you, you if you said something for yourself yeah and you go even um the smallest bit out of mm. what you said for yourself mm. that yeah. has a huge um yeah influence in your life mm. and we also need to keep that in mind because then it becomes harder because if, even if like you have to be you have to have discipline in the things of the Lord it will become harder because there's certain things you don't have discipline in yeah. which will just instead of you mm. taking two steps forward you take like half a step half a mm. step then it takes longer and longer for you to to you know do what you need to do so 
we need to also inspect our day-to-day life mm-hmm. um and it's not easy like this whole thing like what we say is a journey like i'm still also still mm-hmm. trying to get to a place mm-hmm. where i'm like okay you're there you know but i also had to like inspect look at what i'm doing in my life like when you have to mm-hmm. go to school in the morning it can be hard for you to like, oh my gosh, I have to, yeah. I have to work. Yeah. Five moments. Yeah. Five moments yeah. And then you're late. And yeah. then, like, you didn't want to be late. Mm. And those are things that I'm still working on, mm. you know? And it, it genuinely, 100% mm. bleeds into your spiritual life. Yeah. yeah. And I think not just, it doesn't just bleed into your spiritual life, mm. but Tahilo and I can account for this because, yeah. I lacked discipline and I'm getting to a place <laughs> yeah. where I used to, last year I used to show up late to everything and yeah. in the sense that why I'm saying Rafilwe is involved because Rafilwe and I used to travel together a lot of the times last year and your lack of self-control mm. not only shows that you don't respect yourself mm. it also shows others that you don't respect yourself mm. and in doing that I mean Rafilwe can even account like whenever I used to text her like hey I'm I'll be there by <laughs> 10 past She's like, I know you'll rock up by 20 past, like <laughs> half past even. Literally, that's mm. what I tell. I'm like, stop lying. To yeah. So it kind of time. creates, so it kind of like creates an expectation, like um, yeah. decrease in a sense yeah. from people. So it's like you present yourself that way. So we don't even do that anymore. Like we don't mm-hmm. even ask you, please get here early because we know if you say 10 past, it's 20 past. Yeah. We don't expect much from you, which mm. though it's like, okay, there's not much pressure from my side because people but don't expect yeah. much, yeah. but it kind of just shows you how people see yourself. Mm. And if we were to be like true ambassadors of Christ, that is not what Christ represents. Exactly. Whereby it's like, oh yeah, we expect you to slip. We don't, people shouldn't expect you to slip, but mm. when you do slip, I mean, it is normal. Like, You're a human. Yeah. Okay, you know, she slipped. But now if your default is slipping, then it's yeah. like you're not even giving effort. Exactly. Yeah. And I think also just going back to what you were mentioning earlier about just the whole fruit thing. Mm. Um, a tree is not going to grow unless you're watering it. Yeah. And like what Rafael was saying. So if, for example, that example that we used very quickly um, mm. about me always being late, it doesn't just get to a place when you're like, oh yeah, he's going to be late. It's because <laughs> yeah. I did it once, Ooh. I did it twice. You were disciplined in doing it. Exactly. 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 I was oh, disciplined. Yeah. You're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. The wrong you can thing. be. And you, you can, can be. be. And the thing yeah. is, the more you water something, the stronger mm. it becomes and the deeper the roots get. Because yeah. if you're late once, okay, sure, it's mm. fine. Then if you're mm. late again, then mm. if you're late again, now your whole normal thing is you being late. Yeah. And the only way you can actually uproot that tree mm. is firstly through prayer because we know everything is a spiritual yes, battle it's yes. not just oh I'm late yeah. it's you're late you're misrepresenting Christ now mm. your friends uh, you're misrepresenting who you are as a person mm. people are not going to take you serious mm. and then where was I? so you're watering that mm. and in watering that it grows more and more so the only way you can actually uproot it is if you actually cut off the water supply because mm. something is going to grow if you keep watering it it's gonna grow regardless of whether you're watching it consciously or subconsciously it doesn't and matter. that's something that i really i always like whenever i'm praying i'm like god i repent for everything that i've done consciously mm, and subconsciously because we don't realize how powerful the subconscious actually is mm. yeah. because if something gets into your subconscious it just becomes routine and you don't yeah. even realize that you're doing something wrong anymore yeah. it's just routine yeah so mm. Yeah, so I just want to just say also, I think you should then view self-control and discipline as a mindset and mostly look at the mindset as soil. I just want to use like a very small parable. Like if you see it as soil, 
and you imagine that everything in your life grows in that soil that is self-discipline and self-control so if you decide that for this specific tree in your life you are not gonna water you're not gonna be um, intentional you're not gonna practice self-discipline you're not just affecting the tree itself like um, um, like uh, <laughs> Rafilwe said that uh, certain things will bleed into your walk with Christ and other things in your life just because of this one specific things you're not disciplined in so if you don't water that tree the water is not going to the soil yeah. so now it's not just that tree that's being affected but every other tree that is supposed to be growing in that exactly. soil is having like retardation because i decided that i will not be um intentional in waking up at the time that i said to wake up in the morning so now everything that i was supposed to do in that yeah. day is 10 minutes later than mm. it was supposed to be and there are certain things i have to push to the next day that I, d I was supposed to do in the previous day. And then it, your, your life becomes a life of catching up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you're catching up. Every day you're catching up. Because each and every day you are not doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And it's affecting everything else mm. in your day. So I think that's very important to note that it's not just about the specific things you feel are important. But mm. everything in your life actually does affect even the important stuff. So like, yeah. And also, just adding on to what you said, a lot of the times we take for granted small actions. And in what I mean by that is, for example, um, you say, okay, it's just five more minutes of sleep. Mm. It's like what you were saying, but just to like bring it a little bit more broader, like, okay, it's just five minutes of sleep. It's just um, one more YouTube video. It's yeah. just one more Instagram yeah. reel. It's just this. But mm. we forget that seeds, tiny, tiny seeds, yeah. have the potential to grow into huge trees. And mustard those, seeds. Mustard seeds. <laughs> yeah. I know like we say faith the yeah. size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Ooh. But I mean like lack of self yes. lack of self control That's the size a of a mustard Ooh. seed can wow. I feel like it can grow and sprout into mm. something so much no, bigger. And you develop these habits like we've been talking mm. about. And before you know it, it's I think it says it takes twenty one days to form mm. a habit. Before you know it, you've been doing it for years and years and years and years and years. Now this thing has such deep roots in your life that you can't I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever tried chopping down a tree. That is no <laughs> yeah, easy business. Yeah. So it's not it takes about, what, 20 people? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Especially if it's a big tree. Like, you've been in a habit of being late, watching those one more videos mm. for two, three years. You try and chop down a tree that's been growing for two, three years, like a huge tree. It's not and that's why we have the Holy Spirit. Exactly. So it's not impossible also. I think more than anything, what we are trying to emphasize is not that it's so challenging, but it's so challenging, however conquerable. Mm. Because as much as it will be so challenging to do that, that's why God has said, however, the fruits mm. of the Spirit are forbearance, self-control, yeah. discipline. So it's to say, yes, we understand that there are certain things that you're going to face, challenges and everything, but it is not impossible to conquer it. As even the biggest tree, it can be taken down mm. by the right people with the right determination to do it. So you can uproot anything in your life that you decide, you know what, actually, I'm tired of always being late. You know what, actually, I'm tired of always making excuses. Mm. And you know the saddest part is, knowing God is such a promise-keeping God, mm. and you decide, okay, God, I'm going to do this, and then you decide, I'm no longer going to do this. We need to actually be aware of the fact that even if we, we, we make promises to God subconsciously or consciously, all of them must be kept. Yeah. Because you can't be thinking, okay, God, so I, I want to do this today, and I'm going to go and, and do this, and I'm going to do that. And you actually are making promises to Him as you're saying that. Yeah. And in that day, God is looking at you, expecting to see you actually follow up with those things. 
And another thing is we are so into praying for God to help us with things that we never actually get up to do. Because mm. I know I've struggled with that. You know, I'm like, okay, today, God, I'm going to uh, study this specific chapter. Mm. I'm going to take three hours. I want to just uh, focus on this specific chapter. And then like Jared said, you know, it's a video and he's like, oh, just one more video. Yeah. The next thing I realize it, it's seven, it's time to mm. pray and read my Bible. After that, I'm like, I'm kind of tired. Let me just sleep. Mm. We can do it tomorrow. And I'm like, but God is like, I've already given you the strength that you asked me to give you to do those tasks. So mm. are you saying that you 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 praying to you doesn't mean anything yeah. if you don't respect yourself do you at least respect me and mm. and my ears because i take yeah. the time to listen to your prayers and you say can you help me god i want to do this work give me understanding i want to do this work god equips you yes he equips you he waits for you and then you don't show up and the next day you ask for the very same thing i'd never thought about it like that yeah like that's what happens ever. yeah because god is faithful yeah he's gonna show up like our pastor has been teaching us especially discipline in your prayer life you mm. set times mm. and he gave us an illustration he was like if you say you're gonna pray at eight o'clock god is waiting in your room at eight o'clock for you to pray yeah mm. i <laughs> <laughs> i said six i'm still sleeping around the time mm. and yeah i think what um we basically say to like round it up a bit yeah is that you can't want something and not do anything to get that mm. thing that you yeah. want amen and also not having discipline not that it's you're not gonna have discipline in your faith only but it will affect the other fruits you know because if you like i'm gonna read my bible at this time and then you at when the time comes you're like nah i'll just do it sometime later and then you end up forgetting right you are setting yourself back in the sense that the other fruits are not being able to produce as well it's what yeah. like, it's like what she said like yeah. the, the tree you're watering other trees get affected you're not watering other trees get affected around you know and we need to keep that in mind like it's a domino effect like it it literally and not not just discipline in itself there are other things that we do that like affect us but we need to also like keep that in mind mm. that yeah no, 100%. And I think we've been talking about all of this, but we also, as much as we want, we need to talk about these things, I think we also need to give people solutions. Because yeah. we don't want to just be saying, yeah. you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. Okay, but how? How do how? I do that? And I think just reading a scripture before we get into our yeah. next question, Titus 2, verse 11 to 12 says, For by the grace of God, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness mm. and worldly passions and to live and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in this present age Amen. and i think it's really important that it said at the end present age <laughs> just yeah. going off it in tangent quickly a lot of people say oh my well, the bible was written two thousand years ago god doesn't know what i'm going through i'm yeah. like okay but who wrote it Amen. Who wrote the Bible? Yeah. Do you think God wasn't aware that mm. there's going to be social media, that yeah. you're going to have issues with self-esteem, mm. all of those things like that we are currently going through, mm. identity, whatever it may be. Do we think God didn't know about all of those he things? He did. He did. Exactly. And I think another point, I think, well, I don't know who I was listening to, but one of the videos I was listening to, just someone pointed out the fact that because the world is so spiritual, 
nothing about today is so different the first trick the devil wants you to believe is that you know today is so different from back yeah. in the days because the only difference is how the spirits manifest themselves exactly. however the spirits themselves have not changed the spirit mm -hmm. of lust that was operational at that time is still operational today exactly. it just manifests itself differently and maybe the level of attacks are, are, are different also if we look at the level of like um homosexuality for example today compared to then and if we look at uh many other things you know but we just want to point out the fact that the spirits you are dealing with now are not spirits that didn't exist mm. then they're, they're just you. yes they're manifesting themselves differently but they are very same mm. so you don't come to god thinking oh i'm the first to face god this day god has god has helped many of his children exactly. going through the same things that you're going through in a different circumstance different situation time and and, and whatever place but same spirit same challenge in a different context but he has handled it and even if he hadn't handled it with other people there's nothing that is too difficult for him exactly. so that's the first mm -hmm. thing to establish that um your problems are not so out there mm -hmm. your problems are not so big that now god cannot handle your problems mm -hmm. i think that's the first thing mm -hmm. and i think also a lot of the times um we wanna we tend to put stuff on god that's not his doing at all yeah. like and it took somebody who's a non-believer to actually make me realize this mm. last year so i was not prepared for a test last year like a quiz or something yeah um to my friends who are listening to this to my parents yeah um i was not ready for a test yeah. or not as ready as i should have been yeah or even I, I could have been ready but you know that before test conversation that you have that you're not supposed to have yeah you have it. i was always warned against that one yeah like i i, I we'll, we'll get into that next time but I had one of those conversations where I spoke to someone they're like, are you ready? And then, you know, natural response is, no, I'm not ready. I don't know what's going on. Even if you are ready, that's your natural response for some yeah. reason. But yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah. But um, so I was like, no, I'm not ready, but I'm trusting God. And he told me, don't put that on God. If you didn't study for the test, now you're expecting a miracle from God because of your lack of discipline. Don't put that on God, then you fail and you want to break, mm. blame God. Don't put it on God, then you get a bad mark. And, and then you, you blame God. Because God can't use what you don't put in. And I think that's really important yeah. because the Bible says, well, a song from our church says, you will fill what I bring. Yeah. But it takes me to actually bring something to God for him to fill it. Mm -hmm. I can't say, we used this analogy last, last, um, in the last, in the previous, one of the previous episodes, that I can't say, God, I want to win the lotto please make me win the I lotto and i never buy a ticket <laughs> i never buy a lot yeah. i'm just every day praying pray god mm. because the bible says faith without works is, is dead yes and i think that also applies to what you were talking about yeah. that we need to actually add feet to our prayers mm. and we need to actually be working working we actually need to be working on our self-control yeah. we need to be working on our discipline yeah that is so factual also i was just um i was thinking about how the first step then in terms of practical solutions is to actually acknowledge the fact that you are struggling with certain things. You need to acknowledge your weaknesses yeah. because um, we are talk right now today we're talking about self-discipline and, and self-control. Yeah. But maybe that's not what you um, struggle with. But I just want to, you know, you need to point out the facts that you feel like, okay, fine, you know what, in my life, I feel that my weakness is this and that and mm. that the reason why you do that is because yes god says let the weak say i'm strong but for yeah. the weak to even say that they need to know that they're weak 
So even a person who comes to Christ to be saved needs to actually come into terms with the fact that they need to be saved yeah. and that they are actually a sinner. That's why most people don't get saved because they're like, oh, well, I don't think I'm a sinner. What is wrong with yeah. what I'm doing? So you need to first come into terms because God will help you, but you need to acknowledge the fact that you do need help because mm-hmm. God is a gentleman. God will never walk into your life without you actually opening the door to say, please do come in. So for you to open the door, you need to actually say, I have trouble with this. Okay, God, I struggle with waking up on time. I struggle with keeping my promises. I struggle with um, uh, whatever it is that may it, it may be that you struggle with. You have to point that out. And then I feel like the second step then would be then asking for grace, like praying about it, you know, reading scriptures related to it, whatever it is that you're struggling with. Yeah. Hear what God says about it. Because I know with our weaknesses, we are so quick to say, I struggle with this. And then we go to the world and we say, you know, I've been struggling with this friend. What do you advise I must do? Yes, it's great to ask for friends. I mean, friends in Christ, obviously. But you actually need to consult the word of God yourself. So you start reading mm-hmm. up on scriptures that talk about your struggles. Exactly. Because trust me, there's a man, there's a woman mm-hmm. in the Bible that went through the very thing you're going through. Like yeah. I said, different context, different time, mm, same, same spirit. spirit. Yes. So this is what I'm talking about. So you need to actually identify who went through what I went through. Yeah. Okay, when God called me, I know I ran away and I'm just like running away. Jonah. Go read about Jonah. What yeah. happened? And how did God come through for him when he did get to Nineveh? Mm. So you, you you look at Moses. You know, I've been strong, going strong. But right mm. now I'm feeling so scared. Mm. Look at um, Ezekiel, even Elijah. Yes. Look at, I mean, did I say Moses? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) So we've been talking a lot about Elijah at church. Yeah, Elijah. So I, am sorry, guys. Those two. Yeah, I mix them up sometimes. But like Elijah, you know, um, the story of Elijah and Jezebel. So Mm. you you look at that and you you remind yourself that you know you know we start to lose grace for ourselves. We're like, I was so strong. I was so strong. I was doing this. I was doing that. But all of a sudden, I became weak. But if you look at the story of Elijah, who had prayed fire from heaven, Mm. just a few a few um, days days after he had done that he was running away for his life from somebody who just said i'm gonna kill you uh, exactly how can you, you be scared of words you prayed fire down <laughs> from heaven you prayed and god stopped yeah. rain yes you prayed again yes and god yes. made it rain again yeah <laughs> i wish i could pray. i mean we can yeah but imagine praying a prayer so Yes, that that God stops the rain. I mean, and then the very same person ran away from someone who just said, "I will kill you." Now, what the reason why I'm saying this is not to mock or tease (laughs) Elijah's story, but it's to teach you that what where you're at right now, where you're thinking, you know, I'm beyond help. I used to be so disciplined. And that's the worst thing the enemy does. He will use your past self to daunt you. Mm. Sometimes it's things you did in the past you regret, but most of the times it's things you did well in the past that you feel like yeah. you have lost your ability to do well now. Now, it's, it's very important because also if you notice how God handled the situation, mm. that's when you realize, whoa, our mm. God is such a faithful and loving father. Yeah, exactly. yeah because he was there uh, defeated exactly. under the tree saying, you know, I want to just die, mm. contemplating death. And a lot of us, you know, we have people that are facing suicidal thoughts and things like that. And, you know, God just came. He said, eat, you know, yeah, and sleep. Imagine, and that's, that's... It's the solution. <laughs> it's the solution. That is crazy. Yeah. And this just goes to show that God is so graceful in your situation yeah, that if you actually come to him and say, because Elijah was crying,
crying out to God as he was sitting under the tree. Mm. You don't just sit under the tree. You and sit God. under the tree. You cry to God. Yeah. Because God knows exactly what you need in that situation. Just like now. You struggle with certain, like, uh, maintaining certain fruits of the spirit. You come to God. Yo, God, I know, you know, my friends are very good at this and that. But I struggle with this. And I've been trying to get help from them. But I'm seeing that. Though they want to help me, they can't. Because yeah. that's what we do. If I know Jared is good at self-discipline, mm. I'll come to him. But the truth is, there's not much he can do at, at the root. Yeah. He can help with the branches, yeah. but he can't help the root. Only mm. God can help the root. Yeah, so so I'm, yes, exactly. So that's what I'm trying to say. The, the, you can ask help from your Christian um, uh, members, like members of the body, but you have to also understand that it only takes going to God to actually yeah. solve the root of the, mm. the problem. And that's when you actually see um, evidence of a solution in your yeah. life. And it will not be overnight. That is such a lie. Please. I mean, definitely God works miracles for some people. Yeah. And it is like with an instant, like yeah. after praying, it happens. Yeah. But for a lot of us, this is a journey. It is. It's not like one day I'm not saved and the next day I'm saved. Yes, go to altar call, you give your life to Jesus. Yeah. But then it's a conscious decision yeah. to walk in the fruits of the Spirit. Definitely. It's a conscious decision. And I think just adding on to what you said earlier about telling people and like actually admitting to yourself mm. that you have an issue and there's a scripture for it it says in james 5 verse 16 therefore confess your sins yeah. to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed now a lot of us whenever we hear healing it's just oh i'm sick in my body <laughs> yeah. emotional um discipline healing um what's the word i'm looking for like subconscious healing mm. anything in your life even your soul can sometimes need healing yes um confess so that you may be healed because the prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective yeah. and i follow a lot of um on instagram particularly i follow mm. a lot of channels that deal with because of the society we live in i want to be equipped to like help people if i do need yes. to and i follow a lot of um accounts that deal with helping people get out of pornography yes and the one most important thing there is they have to confess that, that i actually struggle with that and i struggle with it and it's hard Ooh. to do that but it's necessary because of accountability yes if i'm sinning in private and no one knows i'm sinning i can just keep and that's doing what it. the devil uses to you exactly you know sin is empowered in darkness you know you bring these things to light because the devil cannot stand light exactly he cannot stand light so the thing is and it's so he will use shame remember in christ we don't have shame mm. don't fall for that trap and that's what he does if you struggle with things like, for example, pornography, masturbation, things like that. You know, people will be so ashamed of it, yeah. but their shame is not helping them because they're not stopping. Like yeah. I said, you first acknowledge that I'm weak in this, and then you come and you're actually like, okay, guys, no, I struggle with this. If you're not, not comfortable to tell people about it, tell God about it. Bring tell it God to light. Yeah. Do not hide it because, you know, we, we even get, like, people even get to a point where you don't tell God your sin. Yeah. Who do you think God is? Yeah. He's your father. He and, knows everything. And also, uh, with that, yeah. he's there when you're listening. And you're very <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's not a thing of he doesn't know, but he needs you to, to understand. He needs you. Because yes. confession, as much as it's a thing of that person knowing, it's also a thing of I'm releasing that secret. Mm. I'm releasing that burden. Because I don't know about you guys, but keeping a secret is it's, a lot of work. It's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. That's why Jesus says, cast your burdens I'm unto him. me. Yeah. For my burden is light. My yoke is easy. easy. So cast your burdens unto him. Yeah. And just going back to what we were saying, it's very easy just like giving you practical advice on how you can 
um, the first step to getting a self-control and discipline in your life yeah. in every aspect. I know we've mostly been focusing on like time management mm. and like all of those things. The self-control could be in your eating. Yes. It could be Likewise. in your yeah. your personal relationship with yourself. It could yeah. be with your boundaries. Because mm. a lot of people will... I know in this is not a relationship talk right now, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of people have no self-control when it comes to talking to certain people who are not good for them mm. in their lives. Self-control mm. in that aspect, in your relationships, yeah. in your physical health, apart yeah. from eating. Yeah. Self-control. If you say, I need to go to the gym, yeah. you need to go to the gym. Yeah. So the self-control has branches i think that's why we also picked this because it has branches mm. in every single we're using the tr- analogy of a tree a lot yeah. but it has branches <laughs> in every single area of our life because mm. if you lack self-control in one area that's going to affect your self-control in another area mm. so just bringing back um to the practical solutions that we can give you if you guys wondering where to feel where she is she is just not feeling too well so she went in the other room but um self-control practical solutions that we can give you guys and the first step is to confess confess i have a problem i have i need help because if you don't ask for help how is someone unless god gives them discernment but how is someone going to actually be able to give you help and i think that's the area that a lot of people struggle with it's that shame and that burden and that Mm. pride and i think just talking about pride very quickly um not to like bash anyone or anything mm. but the bible says pride comes before a fall it does and that doesn't mean you're boasting and being like oh i'm better than you <laughs> and kind of, pride is being too proud to ask for help yes. pride is being too proud to admit that you have an issue mm. and i think that's where a lot of people struggle and i actually realized that last year because when you come out of high school and you're like doing well you know those mm. kids who come i was one of them hey, you're doing really Jared. well you yeah. never need to ask questions so that thing hey. of i'm smart yeah i don't need to ask questions yeah. and pride comes before a fall mm. because of my pride i never asked for help mm. and because i never asked for help yeah some things happen i didn't achieve as well as i wanted to achieve pride yeah. comes before a fall it does it's not just oh i'm better than you i'm doing so mm. well pride is being too proud to actually ask for help and to ask for assistance so i think number one what we were talking about mm-hmm. was coming out and actually asking for help confessing yeah. to people that you actually do need help in this area yeah mm. yeah so definitely also the worst case scenario is actually getting help <laughs> honestly actually though uh, people like, might actually look at you differently because some people you can't help people being judgmental some people yeah. are like that but you go to the right people the people that actually understand the struggles because god does order us to actually uh, confess to to each other because he says we can relate to each other's struggles mm. because we are in one body remember you know so if for example i i i i i, I injure my foot yeah. though it's just my foot I can't even get out of bed. I'm just feeling, I'm not feeling okay. I'm not yeah. okay. Or I'm feverish. Now, every part of my body is being affected. I have mm-hmm. a headache now. I don't even feel like getting out of bed. My point is, a part of the body being injured, no matter how small or what its function is, it, it, it affects the whole body. Yeah. So don't just be isolated. We are a whole community as yeah. Christians. We are a whole body. So it's important that all of us uh, reach out to one another mm-hmm. and we actually help one another. And don't judge people. Yeah. Don't judge people. You don't know their story. You don't yeah. know the reason why they are where they are at now. Exactly. Because also you have to understand that Sometimes the different struggles we have with the fruits of the spirit is because of the different walks we have walked. Mm. So if you, if I come to you and I tell you I struggle with this, and you're so quick to think, oh, but that, come on, so that's oh, 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 and I'm like.
like, yes, but you don't know my story. Yeah. And that's why I love God because he doesn't just look at the branches. Mm. He sees the root. He yeah. sees the root. So I always come to God and I'm like, God, I thank you that even when I cry right now, I don't have to explain myself yeah. because you see exactly why I'm crying. Even when something that is as little as, I don't know, whatever it may be that I'm struggling to do now, you don't look at that struggle and someone else not, not, or not struggling with that, you actually see why does she struggle with this. Yeah. And you actually tackle the root. And that's why you go to God because he's the only one who sees the root. Mm. And he's the only one who can tackle it. Yeah. So yeah, don't judge. Mm. And also, because also you wouldn't like being judged not due to others what you wouldn't like being done to yourself. Yeah. So don't judge other fellow believers that come to you. It could be literally anything. Mm -hmm. The Bible doesn't say any sin is bigger than the other. In fact, one who has broken one commandment is equal to a person who's broken all ten. Exactly. So you sin need to actually God. have that in mind. Yeah, yeah, and I think adding on to that, as much as like having it in mind is super mm -hmm. important, I think something else that we, we really need to consider is actually not getting, I don't want to say getting professional help, like you need to go to a psychologist yes, or something, yeah. but I definitely be something that we always talk about in our space and our church that we are is surround yourself by people that you want to be like mm. so if you want to have self-control surround yourself by people who have self-control mm. if you want to have if you want to show love mm. surround if you want to walk in love which is another fruit of the spirit surround mm. your people surround yourself by people who show love mm. um expressively yeah. if i can say that who show yes. love completely yeah, um, totally. so surrounding yourself mm. by people who actually walk with the fruits that you actually want mm. and i feel like the bible also says um ask god anything in jesus name and he will yes. give you the holy spirit yes and that's something a lot of the times we neglect the holy spirit mm. and that's something that jesus wants us again he says um quench not the holy spirit because mm. he's he's the one here on earth carrying out all yes, god's things because yes. god and jesus as much as they are omnipotent yes. they are currently in heaven that's just yes. the order of stuff the Holy Spirit is the one on, on the earth. earth. Yes. And the Bible literally says, um, if my Father in heaven, if your fathers here on earth give good gifts, how much more mm. will your heavenly Father give, give you the Holy yeah. Spirit? Because it's the gifts of the Spirit. Yes. So if you don't walk with the Holy Spirit, you're not going to be displaying the gifts. Yeah. So this, and the Holy Spirit himself is such a beautiful gift. Mm. Before we even consider the fruits, because Emmanuel... Jesus was God with us, yeah. but the Holy Spirit is God in us. Oh my so it's, 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 yes, it. mm. because it's like Jesus said, you know, if I don't leave, then he won't, the helper won't come. come. Mm. But if I leave, someone greater, someone who will help you even more will come. Because yeah. Jesus was there with them physically and he performed great miracles and he influenced them in such a great way. He inspired them. He was a great influence, but he was there with them physically. physically. So he couldn't reach everywhere everyone yeah. at the same time that's why you know even the woman had to squeeze I mean, through the crowd he could if he wanted he, to he, he could because i mean jesus <laughs> did teleport a few times let's not get into that okay <laughs> yeah no he had the power too yeah but also i think because of the purpose he was here yeah. on which is a different episode altogether different episode. but like because of the purpose he was here on earth for he didn't go to everyone. Not everyone mm. got to see jesus face to face mm. but everyone can have the holy spirit yeah. and that is the crazy part why would you not take a gift that is available to everyone? Free. People, That's you know, another thing. It's free. People free fought for Jesus to have yeah. miracles done for them. You know, the woman squeezed through the crowds. Mm. The man was like, please come help my daughter. You know, it's like they all wanted it. But now that the Holy Spirit is like, 
I'm here for everyone and these are the fruits that I come bringing. Yeah. These are the fruits you need to survive and actually live a very abundant life, not just yeah. a life of survival. And, and everyone can have the Holy Spirit, they just accept Jesus and you know be baptized by the Holy Ghost. But then the thing is now, we have to actually accept that help from God. You know, not be proud and boastful, but actually be humble and contrite because God is close to the contrite in spirit. Mm. So yeah, you have to actually admit that to yourself and just yeah. open up to God and let mm. him do the work. So I you. think just to recap the two things we've been discussing, um, number one, like of tips that you can actually use is confessing it to God and confessing it to your peers because mm. we know there's power in community. Amen. So confessing it to God, confessing it to your peers so that they can actually support you through this. And then the second thing we've been talking about is asking the Holy Spirit to help you with it. Mm. Because if you have the Holy Spirit in you, He's going to influence you to do certain things because you're walking with Him. And something that I learned recently on Instagram is a lot of the times we want to focus on the problem. And for example, like I was mentioning earlier, I follow a lot of the accounts that help people get over Mm. pornography just so I am equipped. Um, And something that they say is a lot of the times people want to focus, oh, I've been sinning, oh, I've been sinning, oh, I've been doing this, I've been doing this, I've been doing this. I've been late three times in a row, I've been Mm. lusting, I've been cheating, I've been doing whatever, not exercising self-control. But it's more effective to rather change your focus from I'm sinning to change your focus to, hey, God is with me. And if God is with me, I can actually um, overcome this because through relationship with Christ, naturally things are going to fall off. Yeah. Because if you yeah. get into God's presence, there's yeah. no way that sin can still mm. be holding on to you. No. So I feel like developing yes. that intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, developing that intimate relationship with God is one of the key things. Because if you're spending so much time with God, there's no room for anything else. Yeah. There's no room. Because we have to empty ourselves out so that God can fill us mm. up. And in emptying us, something it has to be simultaneous. It can't be, I'm completely mm. empty, then God fills has to be as God is filling the other thing needs to be getting mm. out so I think filling yourself with God filling yourself and developing the relationship with him taking your focus off I am sinning and taking it on to I'm developing a relationship with God because the sin is going to fall off naturally when yeah. you're in God's presence you know and that's not to say yeah. that you can keep sinning and it's okay yeah that's not what don't misinterpret what yes. I'm saying I'm just saying if you are struggling with like self-control Spending time in God's presence will mm. naturally fix that because God is a God of excellence. And then where the Bible says, not the Bible, it says you're the sum of the five people that you spend your most time with. If you're spending the most time of your life with God, He's going to be the biggest reflection mm. in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say also there's a song, um, it's called Costly. <laughs> it's called Costly by Naomi Rain. And just, uh, we, yes, we were at like Dream Week. I don't know if uh, our audience knows about Dream Week, but it's a conference that we have every year at our church. Very fire conference, guys. <gasps> if you can come, you better come next year. Come on. But like, uh, I heard this song for the first time at the church, and I was just sitting there. And I was like, I was listening to it. It was like, so it was like let it be costly you know some say it's too expensive i say it's not enough mm. let it be costly i cannot bring to you what cost me nothing let song. it be costly because mm. i'm calculating and i'm seeing that everything that you gave is so much more then so yes how can i ever give you something that doesn't cost me anything mm. and i think people want to practice self-control and discipline and not Ha- pay costs. Yeah. 
because everything that comes with that, anything that has to do with loving God and showing your love to Him by keeping His commands, has to do with sacrifice. Love is sacrificial. Yeah. God showed that to us. And it means even when you want to walk the walk with God, there are certain things you need to actually come to the altar with. Yeah. And God now, we no longer sacrifice your cattle and your sheep, but we sacrifice ourselves. I don't want to, I don't want people to view it as we don't sacrifice anymore. God says, I want you to be the living, living sacrifice. Exactly. God still requires sacrifice, but this time around, the sacrifice is yourself. Yeah. So now if you don't sacrifice yourself, it means you're denying God that sacrifice mm. at the altar. That's so, so you still true. have to give that sacrifice at the altar, which is yourself. And you have to let it be costly because the only way it can actually have impact in your life is if it is costly if it is costly because if it is not costly then you will not see anything happening because yeah. if you're giving out maybe let's say uh, okay I have like 10 million in my bank account <laughs> okay I receive oh, <laughs> but like <laughs> but like uh, someone asked for 100 bucks come on <laughs> you know Yeah. okay cool I can give that to you you know but what if God said give me the whole 10 million let's start, let's start afresh <gasps> now that is costly that is costly and that's what it is to be under grace being under grace is it, it you give more than you gave under the law yeah. so you give more than the tither you give everything you don't give 10 percent. you give 100 percent. you are the living sacrifice so then you would have to give everything to god and it always will feel heavy to do it because it's like oh no but the hundred rands won't have impact on your life because it's not much yeah but we will actually see the visible difference if you were to give the whole 10 million mm -hmm. and that is what it's like in your spiritual work with god you don't give something that won't change anything you give everything so he can change everything, you know? Yeah. So you give yourself fully, not in, in, in part, because God is not a partial God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 100%. And I think just to like recap what we've been talking about, and also if you guys have any questions about self-control and how you can practice it, we did speak initially about how having a community is super important. Mm. But um, if you don't have access to that community, that's why... Um, the Set Apart team actually started this whole platform yeah. is because we want to be that community for you. We want to be the community that walks this journey with you. Yeah. So if you're struggling with self-control or any other fruit of the spirit or anything else that you, you're you not comfortable to talk about to people that you know, yeah. the Set Apart podcast team, we're mostly anonymous. Like People obviously know us because we have yeah. other social media. Yeah. But if you're a stranger, we're not going to judge you. Yeah. Even if you're not a stranger, we're not, not going to judge, judge you. you. <laughs> but we're just saying that like, you can come to us anonymously. You can d DM us. If you want, you can even email us. So do whatever you need to do to mm. get in contact with us. And there's no judgment whatsoever because yeah. we're here to form the community. Yeah. Because you can't walk this Christian life alone. Mm. And like we were talking about last night on our live stream. Um, oh, well, it's not going to be last night for you guys. But <laughs> we, at a certain time we were talking about on the live stream is community is so important and we take for granted community a lot of the times because if one person can lift up maybe 10 kgs yeah. but 10 people together can lift up like i don't know 100 kgs but you <laughs> yeah can, a lot of kgs you can do a lot more in yeah. a community than when you're alone so we want to be that community for you if you don't have it and yeah. we're fortunate enough to actually have a church that gives us spaces like that but if you don't have that space we are that space for you. So, yeah, mm. yeah. and I think just to conclude, just to like summarize what we've been talking about, um, is how important self control is. And yeah. Yeah, it's been so much fun to be with you here, guys. Uh, but I definitely want to just say uh, to our audience that even though it seems hard to start doing something, mm. it's better than doing nothing. 
because at some point you actually see the fruits of having done something yeah. than just doing nothing all you have when you don't actually make effort is literally where you're at right now and i know if you actually are meaning to change your life and live the life that god has called you you don't want to be where you're at right now you want to change you want to see change in your life you want to live better so it takes the small steps and I always remind myself every day because, you know, I used to be that person that always used to be so hard on myself. But I'll remind myself every day, even now I still do it, mm. that God, baby steps yeah. and baby steps. I keep on saying it, baby steps, yeah. small bites, baby steps. Because those baby steps matter. It, yeah. it won't make sense to you right now that, mm. oh, but I'm just, but it's just as little as just not being on social media. Um, maybe cutting back from social media and doing three times uh, yeah. a week for example you can no, three like days a week yes things like yeah. that you might be like but that that seems foolish but remember what seems foolish to man that's what yeah. god chooses that's mm-hmm. exactly what god uses as well so you walk out in that whatever it is that god has mm-hmm. convicted you by listening to the this podcast and you actually take the steps that you need yeah. to take intentionally I, think, I know we were wrapping up but just to add on there's always a God part and a man part. Yes. So you need, as much as you can pray about it, you can seek God for mm. it, you can tell a community about it, you need to put like active steps in your life. If you're late, set an alarm for half an hour before you need to be at your place. Mm. So that at half an hour, like you need to be there at 10, set an alarm for 9.30. So yeah. at 9.30, you're like, okay, I need to get my stuff, I need to be leaving the house. Yes. There's like practical things you can implement. Um, if you struggle with social media, self-control and discipline mm. in social media, set app timers, lock your phone after a certain time, give your phone to someone else. If you have mm. a problem with your phone, give it to someone else. If you have a problem with lust, text somebody. Say like, hey, I'm struggling right now with lust. If we're going out to a certain place, please walk near me so that I don't have to struggle with this alone. Let's mm. think somebody's there to actually strengthen you. So there's many other, and we'll link different resources in our bio and in a yeah. post that we make when we post this of actual practical things as much as it's a spiritual back uh, battle there's always a man part and a god part so we'll link some tips and tricks down below in one of our bios just so that you guys have, have actually have access to those resources and yeah thank you so much for being here amatle oh, thank it's you been for having such me, a guys. privilege to have you it's and been amazing um i just wanted to add one thing um, I wanted to add that some days are not the same as other days. So if you are on this journey, know that some days may be harder than others. But um, God, we get our strength from God. Amen. And do not be discouraged. And know that God knows your heart. He knows your heart. So um, if you're in a journey of like trying to get yourself in a better place, just keep that in mind. And maybe this today you take two steps forward maybe tomorrow is just half a step it's still you're still going forward and do not be too hard on yourself to a point where you're just breaking yourself down more than you're building yourself up and on that note thank you everyone for tuning in to today's episode um we will see you guys See, no, we're not gonna see you guys. You're gonna hear from <laughs> us. You're gonna hear from us very, very soon. Um, and yeah, thank you all so much. Thank you guys. Enjoy your days. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>